Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, this is Reba and Allison and welcome to Rooted Deep. We are uh, excited to talk about fathers today and yeah. how it's Father's Day this weekend. I know, it's Father's Day in the United States. Uh, not yet, I still have a little bit of time um, till I think it's the end of July here in the Dominican, so okay. I've still got a little time to think about it. Okay, yeah. So, but but in the U.S., it's it's yes. Father's Day weekend, and so you know, just just back a Mother's Day, mm-hmm. we had our moms uh, on on the show, and that was fun. Yeah. Um, now our dads weren't able to pull that off, so uh, so it's okay. We're not going to have our dads on here today, but uh, Allie and I both uh, just have such great relationships with our dads, and so uh, we're excited to kind of celebrate fathers today. Yeah, and I think both of you, uh, both of us are our our father's only daughters. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's one of the things that we've gotten um, that was a bit of a privilege. Uh, We're the only, and so we have, I am, I am a, I'm a daddy's girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a wonderful relationship with my mom, as you guys probably hopefully heard in the last, um, in the Mother's Day podcast, but I am a bit of a daddy's girl. And um, I don't know about you, Reba, but there's just something special about that relationship um, and there's so it's, there's such a trust that you know because of who my father is that there's mm-hmm. such a trust that he's developed you know between us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I was a lot the same growing up, being the oldest of three, mm-hmm. uh, and the only girl. Um, growing up, kind of attached to the hip. My dad was a camp director when I was just a little girl. I mean, like four and five years old. He he directed a camp during the summertime, and. You know, uh, people tell me stories all the time, like you were your dad's shadow. Mm. Uh, he was up early. I was up early. He had a whistle around his neck. I got a whistle to wear around my neck. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those things where I loved being with my dad, even from just a little girl. Uh, loved working with him, getting outdoors, getting it was OK, yeah. you know, getting dirty, all that good stuff. I loved it. So definitely I was a daddy's girl and loved uh, just adored my father and still do, you know? Yeah, still- absolutely. I went through a phase that I wanted to do everything. Like you said, I wanted to do everything he did, including I learned how to play the trumpet. And back in the day, yeah, I, uh, back in the day, everybody's like, why did you learn how to, because girls don't generally in general back, back a few years ago, right, didn't yeah. really just uh, grab a trumpet and play that. But I wanted, I mean, dad played the trumpet. I wanted to play the trumpet. Dad loves baseball. I love baseball. Um, we only yeah. disagree on our, um, on our favorite, uh, football teams, but everything else, you know, okay. whatever, whatever he likes, I like. And right. so that was, that was the way I kind of grew up a little bit. Yeah, same, you know, same here. And then, of course, I had two brothers that followed me. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, and I know you have a brother. So, yeah. you know, then it was just uh, dad, me and my brothers and the, the sport of the whatever sport was in yeah. season. That's mm-hmm. what was happening. So if it was yeah. football season, that's what we were doing. If it was basketball, that's what we were doing. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, yeah, you know, and it was a great opportunity. I think, um my dad instilled a lot of confidence in me mm-hmm. uh, as a woman and as a young woman, um, you know, dad reminded me often, Hey, you know what? You're not going to get everything right, but give it a shot. Yeah. And there's, you know, and so there's just so many things I can think back to mm-hmm. through my childhood that I think my dad really uh, shaped who I am today. Yeah. Um, and my, a little bit of my independence and my resiliency mm-hmm. and my just, you know, determination. Right. Um, I think I got a lot of that from my dad who was just constantly picking me up, brushing me off and, 
said, looking at me going, all right, try again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, with, with my dad, it was, it was very similar. And I remember all there's my brother for so long, for years and years and years, he was the only grandson the rest of us, all of my dad, my dad's brothers, um, had all girls. Wow. And okay. um, and so there was just a bunch of girls, and only, and and then my brother was the only one. And, yeah. and just Mark and uh, and he he enjoyed that honor for a very long time until okay. until Luke came you know Luke and Scott came along, but um, the interesting thing that all of my cousins we all talk about is our father, and they were just the perfect. I feel like they were the perfect father for girls. Hmm. They honored them. They, um, they, they honored them and they would carry their luggage and they would take care of them like a fragile, uh, but they would also instill such strength in them. It was just really interesting. Like for example, my uncle Rick, um, the, his daughters, they can, my cousins, they can do, they can do so much. They are so well educated and they're such strong women, but at the same time, before they walk out the door, he makes sure their toenails are painted. And if they're not, he gets on the floor and paints their toenails, you know? Oh, and so hysterical. it's, it's just really funny. Um, and so it was, it was an uncle Bob, you know, takes his girls golfing and, and playing tennis, but yeah. then also again, um, bring some flowers and, and dad's the same way. I don't, if I'm, if my dad is nearby, I have nothing in my hands. He's carrying everything, but at the same time, he's telling me I'm strong enough to do it myself as well. And it's just really interesting how, so we were talking, we were talking about somebody specifically and they were like, they just don't have any confidence. And we looked at each other. We're like, I don't know what it's, what they, what is, what is it like not to have any confidence because all of us, and we go back to our father and what, you know, and what the way he talked about his daughters. And I think that was, that was really interesting. And, um, it's just such a, like I said, it's just such an honoring thing to be, to be taken care of, but at the same time to, for strength to be poured into your life at the same yeah, time. You know, and, and honestly, I really feel like that sets the tone for, um, you know, there's a huge conversation in our world today yeah. about women and about their place in the world and mm-hmm. about how they, maybe how they are equal to men or how, you know, there's this huge conversation. But I think that my relationship with my father helped me to see how I can be a strong woman and a secure woman in, mm-hmm. in being a woman, right. not trying to be something I'm not, yeah, not exactly. trying to feel like I have to be the equivalent of a man or I try to have to compete with men. Mm-hmm. My dad always kind of gave me that, that sense of, you know what, you're just really awesome in who you are mm-hmm. as a woman and who God made you to be. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of um, security. Uh, in fact, you know, research and, and a lot of, if you study counseling psychology, and even if you get into God's word, you'll see so many things as talking about how parents are pouring into and that representation of the father. But we just see that I think, in, especially as we're daughters speaking into mm-hmm. that of, in the life of a girl, a father is such a critical thing yeah. because he does give her that security mm-hmm. and that strength yes, and that, um, example, which I think, especially, you know, there's not a time in her life. It's not important, but I think especially in her teen years, when she's starting that dating and starting to like guys and starting Mm -hmm. to understand that not every guy's a good guy. And, um, and I think dads are so vital during that time period for a young girl, because he, who better to speak into guys than your number one guy in your life, you know, which is your dad, hopefully at that point. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I think that that's such a, a huge deal. And then, you know, of course, if you flip over in the life of a young man, um, you know, studies tell us that young men crave acceptance from their fathers. And that's maybe the most important thing in their life they can get that reassurance that dad says, hey, man, you're good enough. Yeah. You're a right. good man. And that approval from father to son is vital in a son's life uh, in giving him the confidence that he needs and the strength and security that he needs as a man. Uh, so, you know, dads are just so critical. They're so vital. Yeah. There, and and I, there was a time I feel like in, in society that they were, because of the rise of feminism, I feel like dads were put on the sidelines because mm -hmm. um, I, feminism went through this whole, we can do everything and um, we don't need that. And it what just went, I feel like way too far, you know, and I, yeah. and, and there's a, and there's a, you know, and there's a generation that, that really does is looking for, and we see it down here and I see it among the women that I serve. They don't know what a good father looks mm -hmm. like. They don't, a lot of them might not know their fathers. When I go through counseling with them, we walk them through their family timeline and we either have to draw a single line or we have to draw a broken line, depending on the relationship with their fathers. Right. And then we have to identify, you know, where, where the, where the trauma happened. And some of them are like, yeah, my, my father was out of the picture. And then I was raised by this and this, and this guy came into our life. And then this guy came into our life mm -hmm. and, and it shows and it, and it reflects in how they think of themselves, what they think of their own worth yeah. and then how their relationships further uh, keep going, mm -hmm. um, in, in other, with other men. And, and, and it does make a difference and you, and you, you, and I have to, I have to be able to be able to step into their place and say, I had a wonderful father. I know what a good father looks mm -hmm. like. I, I need to, un I need to help you understand what a good father looks like because. Yeah. And that there are good men. That there are good men. Yeah. There are good men who, mm -hmm. who can be good fathers. And, um, I think that's vital because obviously yeah. in the work that you do and as you know, as we're working with women in crisis, um, that relationship, when there's that distrust for men, period, mm -hmm. whether because he's your abuser, mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, that we have fathers who abuse their daughters, yeah. um, you know, and, or whether it's a, you know, a husband or mm -hmm. a father figure in a girl's life, but boy, that really can wreck yeah. um, so much the image that God has created mm -hmm. um, as, you know, you turn to scripture and God, God, in our relationship with him, yes, he's the creator, he's the holy one, he is God. Mm -hmm. But then we have this thing where Jesus begins to talk about this relationship and it's father. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it, the God of the universe through salvation becomes our, our heavenly father. Right. And that is, I think that's maybe one of the most complicated biblical principles for us to understand yeah. and yet at the same time what a great treasure we have mm -hmm. in knowing that we have this heavenly father who right. cares for us who loves us who longs to do good to us for us right. and you know um and who guards us yeah and it's um when you look through when you look through scripture and you read the like you said the great privilege that we have in our heavenly father and the great and the the access the intimate access mm -hmm. that we have with our relationship with him um you know and you think of times where you've been able to crawl in your dad's lap and you know sure. and say I, I this hurts or i hurt or you know cry um sitting on the floor of your of your room crying over a stupid boy and right. you know 
<laughs> your hero dad walks in and says, you know, you're worth more than that. Don't worry about it. And you think about that in heavenly terms and, and how the intimate access that we have with our heavenly father because of our salvation. And we are um, made, and I'm trying to say it in English, hechos hijos de Dios. And the, the one that I can't even speak English today, John 1, 12, you know, um, that we've become um, children of God. Yeah. And uh, and the and the relationship that we have is is important to remember. Oh, absolutely. Because I think here's the thing: for every person listening to us right now who doesn't have mm. a yeah. good earthly father, and we unfortunately, sadly, there are some who don't know their fathers. Yeah. There are mm-hmm. some whose relationship with their father was was anything but good, mm. um, and can be described in horrendous ways. To, to be able to understand that that doesn't disclude you yeah. um, from having a good father. And although it's very difficult to say, all right, God, you're my good father. You are, you know, I may not have had a good earthly father, but, I, but I've got you. Um, and, you know, that is a difficult, I, 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 I've never had to do that myself personally mm-hmm. because I've got mm-hmm. such a great dad. But for those who I've walked in counseling with who have needed to make that connection, I know it is a difficult connection to make because, you know, you, I, I, you know, you've heard the expression, I just need somebody with skin on. I need, I need somebody here. I, I want somebody that's present. And yet building that relationship with God, um, I, you know, I just want to encourage you today. If, if Father's Day is a hard day for you or, you know, it's difficult because of that turmoil maybe that you had with your father or didn't know your father, um, I want to encourage you to do the work of building that relationship with your heavenly father mm-hmm. and understanding that he is your he is a good father. You know, uh, we were talking before we went on today about Luke 11. We both love that passage. Um, and Jesus is teaching actually it starts off as a, is a teaching about prayer because mm-hmm. the disciples come yeah. to Jesus and they're like, Hey, you know, John, the ba- John, the Baptist taught his disciples to pray. Would you, would you teach us to pray? And it yeah. was in the context of Jesus actually stepping away to pray. And Jesus looks at his disciples and said, sure. Okay. Well, when you pray, pray kind of like this father. Yeah. So immediately he goes to this relationship and he starts, you know, of course, many of us, we know that, whether we call it the Lord's prayer or the model prayer or whatever you right. may call that, but it's, you know, father, you know, our father, which art in heaven, you know, hallowed be your name. And so it starts off with this personal relationship between us. It's, um, it's coming into the throne room and saying, Hey dad, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I can remember many times as a young girl, uh, you know, barging into my dad's, you know, officer, whatever he, wherever he was or whatever. And said, Hey, dad, 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 you know, and, and it was always, yeah, what, you know, yeah. okay, what, what do you need? You know, what's, yeah. what's up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we, we, as in prayer, we go to God and mm-hmm. we say dad. Yeah. Um, and, and I think he loves that just like our earthly fathers love it. He yeah. loves that. And he says, right. Hey, I, you know, what yeah. can I do? What, what's on your heart today? What are right. you, what are you burdened by today? Yeah. You know, um, and then that passage goes on. Uh, and so you said it's some of your favorite verses. So I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you jump in here. 
Yeah, you've got, you know, you've got the, the, the people it's, and, and, and this is the, this is the word of God kind of going from the known to the unknown, trying to say, Hey, think about what you would do in this situation. Mm -hmm. If your child comes to you or, you know, and if somebody just keeps, if a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, are you going to give him a stone instead of bread? Um, You know, it's just showing you, Hey, you know what you would do and you're not God how much more? And this is, this is kind of trying to explain to people, if you don't have a father, just think, put yourself in this position and understand that you wanting to give your children good things, how much more? And so the verse 13 says, if the, if ye then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more Mm. will, as shall your heavenly father, give the whole, give the Holy spirit to them that ask him. And it's like, he's not just giving you what you're asking for. He's given you that plus you know, he's already given you that counselor, that comforter, um, yeah. uh, and in the Holy spirit. And it's, and it's one of those things again, that, that, uh, because God knows what your situation is and he's trying to, you know, just bridge it through the word of God. He's just bridging it from what you, what you know, to maybe coming in. Okay. How much more does your heavenly father want to give you? Think about it in terms of, you know, and multiply, multiply it by the heavenly father. Yeah. And, you know, I love that he talks about the Holy Spirit there because Mm -hmm. that's so easy just to kind of skip over that and miss it uh, Mm -hmm. because we're like, oh, okay, good. He wants to give me good gifts. All right. What do I get? But he references the Holy Spirit there. And every time, so many times we see the Holy Spirit referenced, it was the presence of God with Mm -hmm. his people. So, you know, when Jesus goes back at the ascension, he tells his disciples, hey, look, you know, I'm going to send you back. He tells them back actually in John chapters 13, 14, and 15. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, I'm going to send you a comforter. And yeah. that comforter is going to be that person who's going to be with you. So it's good that I go yeah. um, because in my bodily form, I can only be in one place at one time. But when I leave here, the Holy Spirit's going to come and he'll be with all of you all the yeah. time. So it's that essence of presence. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus is teaching us here that, hey, you know, if an earthly father who sins and is not perfect and doesn't always get it right. If and is not long, present. Yeah, right. if he longs to do good for you, yeah. then don't you know how much more I long to do and yeah. will do good for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving you one of the greatest gifts of my presence with mm-hmm. you all the time so that right. you are, you have your father with you all the time. Yeah. And, and yeah, and you, you're awesome. right. That cannot be skipped over because that's where, because if you understand what it is like to come to your father and in, and in, um, in your family and say, Hey, I need this, or I'm, I'm struggling with this. You have that access. And I live, I live thousands of miles away from my father right now. Um, and we talk every once in a while, but mom usually grabs the phone and mom, mom and I end up talking more than, more, more than dad and I sure. do. Um, but, but so you think about the presence that you have and that, like you said, through the Holy spirit, you have the presence of God in your life continually, yeah. which is our comfort, which is our wisdom, which is our strength, which is our, um, our good gift. And absolutely. Um, and he longs to do it. I think sometimes our image of God is this, uh, this, this, uh, dictator sitting on a throne with lightning bolts and a basket right next to the throne. And he's just waiting on us to miss Q so mm-hmm. he can grab a lightning bolt and zing at our direction. Right. And then he laughs with glee as mm-hmm. he pops all the people on earth. And it's almost like, isn't this hysterical? Yeah. Um, but that is actually the image of Satan. Yeah. That's not the image of does. God. Yeah. When mm-hmm. we, when we see God, the picture that's painted for us is this loving heavenly father, cares for us. And, and I know 
so many people are like, yeah, but if he really loved me, why did he let that happen? And why did he do this? And why did he do this? And, and, you know, this is obviously not the podcast to get down in the, in the, in the uh, weeds on that one, maybe for another day. But what we do know is he loves us more than anyone. He loved us enough to go to the cross for us. So despite the brokenness of the world and the brokenness of sin, and despite the, the enemy attacking and all the things that happen, we have this father yeah. who steps into our lives and who longs to do good for us. So what then, then this Luke 11 passage mm-hmm. says, so because yeah. of this, ask yeah knock um and do it not in well he's probably not going to give it to me he's probably going to be mad he's probably going to be you know no is that how you would go to your earthly father you know no i think we ought to go with the attitude you know if just like i did with my earthly father if my dad could do it and he knew it was good for me he would he did it that's trust yeah If, if he couldn't do it and he knew it wasn't best for me he would not do it, not because right. he didn't love me, but mm. because he knew in the end it wasn't going to be the good thing for me. Right. And, yeah. I, you know, and I'll, as a child, sometimes I would huff and puff about that. Mm-hmm. And especially as a teenager, but dad, everybody's mm. doing it. He's like, right. well, you know, we're not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I remember those conversations, but now as an adult, I look back and see how many times my dad's protection for me mm-hmm. and his covering of me helped save me from so many things. Right. So we have to trust that relationship with our heavenly right. father to understand that if our earthly dads do that for us and do it well, then our heavenly father does it better. I just had this interesting conversation similar to what we're talking about now. I had it with Anna a few days ago, my, uh, my dear friend, Anna from the Dominican. And if you're mm-hmm. listening and you've been down here, you know, give a shout out to Anna, please. But, um, she and I were talking because we were worried about like, um, we had this big event coming up and we could just, I was counting on all of the things that could go wrong. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and, and I said, I'm just praying this won't happen. I'm praying this won't happen. And I said, and this is where my faith always struggles because I know God can, but then I'm worried about, is he gonna, you know, yep. and that's always my, and she said, she said, that's, that's because a lot of times we're always looking at God and how he would react as if he were us, not as if he were God. And we would look at him through our earthly, earthly eyes that just think, you know, yeah, we know he can, but is he gonna? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and she said, that's because we sometimes think that he'll respond the way we will yeah. instead of him responding in a loving manner that knows more that obviously knows everything and before and after and and he's been there and done that and I thought that was really interesting because it turned into a conversation it started out with a conversation of of to-dos and uh, to-do lists and everything and it ended up being a really good conversation about do we trust um, you know you can't if you can't trace his hand trust his heart you know the old song and, and kind of thing do we really trust his heart and sometimes we're looking at him thinking he's like us. And that's what, yeah. that's what Luke 11 and, and Matthew seven, that's what they're saying. You have no idea because you're only thinking with your own eyes and with your own, uh, in your own human thought. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the powerful stories of even the prodigal son, mm. you know, as we see this, um, you know, many times I think that story has become about the prodigal yeah. And I think, honestly, if we were study the story in depth, we would find it's more about the father. The father, yeah. Um, because, you know, you've got this prodigal who has squandered and who has been selfish and who has done all of these things. Mm-hmm. And what we see is a father who loves, a father who gives grants mercy, yeah. a father who is watching, 
a father who, you know, we just see this father who longs to do good to yeah. his wayward son, not, mm-hmm. not his perfect son. Not, right. I mean, he longs to do good to, to his children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in that illustration, you know, we expect him to do good to the yes. good son, right? right? To the one yeah. who's got his act together. But it's that wayward son that, you know, how's he going to deal with that one? And right. we see the heart. I think we just see the heart of the father in that illustri- in that story, in that parable for us and a reminder of the goodness of God and his love for us, even when we don't get it right. Right. You know, yeah. uh, even when we, even when we stray, even mm-hmm. when we're away. Um, and so, you know, maybe now is a really good time to just toss this in here as we celebrate Father's Day that maybe some of you've kind of walked away from God as your father and you believe in him as God creator, but you don't have that that daughter son relationship with him any longer because you maybe you're afraid of what he's going to do if you come back or yeah. what he's going to how he's going to respond. And I think, you know, maybe it's a good day. Uh, mm-hmm. as we celebrate Father's Day this weekend, not as just thinking about our earthly fathers, right. but n- reminding everyone you have a heavenly father yeah. who does love you. And maybe maybe it's time for some of you to come back and say, yeah. you know, hey, dad, I've, I've missed that relationship yeah. that we have. You and know? understand that that if, if that relationship and the communication and the communion is off track or, you know, it's not broken. You, if you if you're a Christian, you haven't lost your salvation. But if yeah. that communication, you're still you're still there. You're still God's child. Yeah. And a lot of times people think, oh, it's going to take me so long or so much energy and holiness to get back to him. Right. And I think people automatically, they like, I want to turn to him, but it's just going to take a long road back to, right. back to God. And if you notice in the, in the prodigal, in that, in that, in that parable, the father was the one who ran the distance. The father was the one who came running. And so it's yes. literally just turning your direction back toward, um, back toward the father. Yes. And, uh, and he's, and he's running, he's already running toward you. Oh yeah. You know, and, and then the blessings, mm. um, when you expected, I don't know what you expected in the story, <laughs> but what, what you got out of the story was the robe, the ring, mm-hmm. uh, let's kill the fatted calf because yeah. I love my son and I'm rejoicing that he's coming. Yeah. And uh, I think that's not the painted picture that, that we oftentimes get painted of God, but it is the picture that he painted is, of himself. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's a good reminder uh, as we celebrate our fathers. Uh, so, you know, if, you, if you've got a dad um, who has been there for you and uh, mm-hmm. boy, don't forget him uh, yeah. this weekend. Celebrate your father. If you're not with him, um, send him a call him, talk to yeah. him, you know, um, and, uh, you know, maybe if there's some things there that maybe have separated you a little bit, uh, you know, maybe, maybe this is a good weekend. Let's, let's put that aside right. and, uh, and let's, let's connect, reconnect with our dads this weekend. Maybe thank them for being a good dad. I don't know. You know, uh, when's the last time sometimes we've thanked our dads for, yeah. for what they did for us and how much they poured into us and how much they love us. And, uh, this is a good, we ought to be more than just Father's Day weekend, but, yeah. uh, you know, but it's a good weekend uh, to just be reminded uh, to love on our fathers a little bit this weekend. And then also then, I think it's a great weekend just to maybe have a special 
time of prayer with our heavenly time of prayer, Father. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Get connected again. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. And you know, is it, if it's writing a letter, writing an email, sending, you know, I sent my dad flowers one time, but I didn't realize he was out of town and the flowers just kind of, <laughs> so I, I had a cousin go by, at least take a picture. And yeah. <laughs> I was right. thinking of you, they were dead by the time he came back, but, yeah. um, you know, it's one of those things just, you know, get, get reconnected if mm-hmm. you can. Um, but then if you can, and if you are, if you are listening and you are a father, mm-hmm. um, just look at a model, go back to the word of God and look at the model and say, I'm going to do my best to be as close to the heavenly father as merciful, gracious, right. you know, strength, wisdom, um, and, and pray, pray for those, pray for those, uh, elements in your life as you're, as oh, you're raising and, and know how important you are. You know, if you're that out there and you're listening right now, you are so important. You're, I mean, as two daughters sitting here doing a podcast right now, um, Allie and I can't express enough the influence of good fathers in our life that have made a difference in our lives personally, who shaped us as women um, and impacted us. And so, uh, you know, if you're a dad out there and you're listening right now, don't give up, don't quit, don't hang it up, don't walk away, don't buy the lies. You just keep being keep being the man God called you to be right. for your daughters and for your sons and help continue to shape them uh, because you, you do have incredible influence and incredible mm-hmm. impact on the lives of your yeah. children. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I think sometimes we don't say that enough. We moms do a lot. That's true. But I'm just going to tell you, uh, it, dad has a huge important role and he doesn't need to devalue that you, you're important. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, it's been uh, fun to sit and talk a little bit about our Heavenly Father as a good father, as well as our, our earthly fathers. And uh, happy Father's Day yeah. uh, to all of you out there that are dads. And uh, we're grateful for you and thankful for you. And we hope that you have a, a great weekend. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. And uh, we hope that you'll join us next week as we dive into a new topic. Talk to you then. Stay rooted deep. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.